Knoxville Tower, runway 23 left at Alpha 8, taxi via Alpha Taxiway. No delay, wind 2904, runway 23 left at Alpha 8, clear for takeoff, traffic 3 mile final. Read back correct, tower for taxi, have a good flight. Welcome to From the Runway Up. I'm Becky. And I'm Caitlin. And we work in the Public Relations Department at McGee Tyson Airport in Knoxville, Tennessee. We understand that going behind the scenes in an airport these days isn't as easy as it used to be. So that's where this podcast comes in. Each episode, we'll give you a behind-the-scenes look of current events at our airport and in the aviation industry as a whole. So fasten your safety belts and join us on this aviation adventure. Hello from the Runway Up listeners. Welcome to our February episode. And in the celebration of Valentine's Day, we're going to be talking a little bit about love here at McGee Tyson Airport. I love this <laughs> month because it is an opportunity for us to talk about how an airport brings people together. You know, we connect businesses to a global economy, but it's really about the people who are inside our building and, and what connections they're making, whether they're meeting people for the first time or they are experiencing an adoption. We just saw one of the other day where people had adopted someone and this is the first time they were meeting their extended family. So it's just a really good place for people to make connections and to build relationships. And out of the you know 2 million people that fly in and out of here every year, you never know what you're going to witness coming through the doors every day. And and so what we did is in the spirit of love, we posted on our Facebook page and asked people to reach out to us if they had been engaged at the airport or, you know, had any type of love story. So we actually received a bunch of those. Yeah, we did. And I'm surprised. I'm not. I take that back. I am not surprised at how many people have their meeting for the first time. They've met online, maybe through uh, online dating, and this is the first opportunity they've met, mm -hmm. or this is where they always met because they are in a long-distance relationship, and it's not surprising that the airport makes that connection, but it is surprising to me that we don't hear more about it, so I'm so glad we're doing a podcast on it. I know, absolutely, especially Becky and I being in the public relations industry. We hear a lot here about the airport, about, you know, maybe your flight wasn't exactly on time or maybe your bag got a little bit lost. But hearing these stories about people just finding love and, and continuing to celebrate that in our terminal building is, is what it's all about. Yeah, it, it's just amazing how it can make a connection. You're going to hear some stories in today's podcast about how if it hasn't been for air travel and for our airport, they won't be getting married. They wouldn't have had the opportunity to even date. They were so far apart. This first guest of ours is going to talk to us about how she was hired to come in and photograph a proposal. Yep, we actually saw on our Facebook page over the Thanksgiving holiday travel weekend, we saw this proposal. Um, they tagged us on our page and the photos are just amazing. We'll actually share those on our show notes page at fromtherunwayup.com. So let's listen in to the photographer's perspective about what happened that day. So if you will start just by introducing yourself and uh, your company. Uh, my name is Sarah Rogers. I own Sarah Michelle Photography. I started in Chattanooga and I moved up here with my husband about a year and a half ago. So now I'm based in Knoxville. I do weddings and families and portraits, just a little bit of everything. Um, kind of like a little side job. I do work full time as a graphic designer, but I enjoy doing it. So doing a little proposal like this. Like makes my heart and soul happy. <laughs> yeah. So we are talking today about the engagement that you shot here in the airport. And um, I actually mm -hmm. saw it when you all tagged the airport in, you know, Facebook and Instagram. So 
can you tell our listeners a little bit, um, some background about the engagement story and the proposal? So Abby and Cody, I hadn't met either of them before this. Cody's sister-in-law actually does my hair. So we barter services and she was like, hey, Sarah, um, for, for one of my sessions, my sister-in-law's boyfriend is proposing. Can, can you do that? And I'm like, um, yeah, <laughs> that's like a dream. So there's like a little group message between Cody, Bethany, and myself. And Cody is in the Air Force. And so they've had a long-distance relationship for a little over a year before the proposal. So the airport played like a huge role for them. They would fly back and forth to see each other, mainly during the holidays. So he was flying back for Thanksgiving. And they kind of told me what Abby looked like. I tried to Facebook stalk her a little bit to get an idea. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, with a surprise. Like, she just has bright red hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, with a surprise like that, you know what he looks like, but you need to know what she looks like too, so mm-hmm. that you're taking the right photograph. <laughs> yes, and Bethany ended up sending me pictures. She's like, she just has bright red hair. I don't think you can really miss her. And sure enough, there she was, super bright red hair. But she was telling me, and whenever she was telling her family about the proposal, um, she thought it was just a normal pickup day. She didn't expect anything, and she was later <laughs> super embarrassed by her clothing choices. And we're all like, oh, "Still looks super cute. It's okay. You <laughs> <Yes. laughs> wear pajamas, and you still look super casual. That's what makes it fun. It's not being super dressed up." But she was waiting for him in the airport, and when she saw him, she ran up to him. He suddenly goes, "Oh no, I think I lost my wallet on the plane." And then he starts acting like he's searching his backpack, and then gets down on a knee. And Abby, from what I've heard, is very shy. And so she kind of started freaking out and saying, get up. What are you doing? People are staring. And he goes, listen to me, Abby. Will you marry me? Oh. And she was like, I felt like the worst person because I was so embarrassed that my response was, yes, now get up. People are staring. <laughs> and it was just so cute. You could tell she looked like she was just like panicking. She's like, I'm so excited, but I don't like having attention on me. <laughs> But it was it was very sweet. He kind of scooped her up, and you know they hugged and kissed. And then I started coming up behind them, and she thought I was just coming to congratulate them. And then she saw my camera, and I explained that Cody set this up, and I was hiding, and I was super nervous for some reason. I don't know why, but I felt really weird. I had my purse, and I was carrying a big lens that weighs about the size of a newborn baby, and it's like the length of your forearm. I'm like, how do I? hide this thing without looking <laughs> suspicious to the airport staff without showing it on so she knows what's going on. So I was like, ah. So I pull it out. I kind of get in a corner so that her back is to me. I went up, congratulate them. like, hey, and I have some time. Like, let's go take some pictures outside. We did a short little engagement session. And she had asked Cody, does anyone else know about this? And he's like, no, I didn't tell anybody. It's just us. And they'd already had plans to go get dinner with her sister-in-law. And little did she know that they had like a big surprise party planned at the house. And they had me over to take pictures of that too. So I was like, no, no, nothing else planned. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> and I was like, I went on my way. But she's now moved to um, Tucson and she's living with him in Arizona now. And they're planning the wedding that'll take place here in Knoxville. But the airport was probably the most significant place for them since that's where they always saw each other for the first time after all the traveling and long months of not seeing each other. And it was just so sweet and super fun for me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you took pictures of them. You did, like you said, like a mini engagement session and you took pictures of them like in the baggage claim and like outside of the airport. And I thought they were beautiful. I loved it. 
Thank and, and most of us wish that someone was photographing our proposal, even if we were in our pajamas, because that's the kind of memory that you don't get back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. My husband, whenever he proposed to me, he had a photographer there as well. I guess he knew since I was one that he knew I was really like that. Yeah. So <laughs> it was really special. And he was hiding in bushes because it was an outside thing. But that would be fun to do, too. Ambush <laughs> yeah. <And> proposals. <laughs> Well, and I think it's real important what you mentioned that the airport was a special place for them because that's where they got to see each other through this long distance relationship since he was a part of the Mm -hmm. military. And that's something that we don't think about much at airports is what kind of connections we're making. You think about the air travel and getting on a plane and, and, but there are stories behind each Mm -hmm. and every person who are here and you helped to capture one of those stories. So thank you so much. Well, thank you. And I'm glad that I could help capture the story and have a beautiful airport (laughs) that made the pictures pop, too. Now we're going to take it from behind the lens and go in front of the camera and speak to a couple about their long distance relationship and how the airport connected them. And maybe they wouldn't even be getting married. So Elizabeth and Tim met frequently at the airport and they're going to share their engagement story. Yeah, I met him online in 2015, and my subscription was almost up. So I had been off and on just, you know, dates and things like that, but I adjusted the distance um, on the site to like a thousand miles just as a joke because I figured, what the heck, you know, I'm just going to see, you know, who's out there. And I saw a picture of him at the time, and it was a really goofy picture at a wedding. It, like, made me laugh. And so, and just reading his profile a little bit, I just contacted him just really briefly. And we were both teachers, and so that kind of, like, it was something that we could talk about. But he was supposed to come and visit me, and um, I kind of got cold feet at the time. And so I just said, no, like, it's fine. Like, let's just be social media, like, friends. And um, and then he reached out um, again. I guess it was the end of fall of, of 2017. So I'm uh, originally from New Jersey, even though I was actually in Virginia for grad school at the time when she reached out initially. Um, so, you know, it's the same kind of thing as I get this random message and the girl was pretty cute. So I figure, Hey, why not? Like we can talk, no problem. And, uh, we really hit it off. And so we were going to meet, but then she got cold feet and I said, you know, that's fine. I mean, we were 700 miles apart. So, (laughs) you know, I understand that, you know, having second thoughts about that. Like she said, we kept in touch and I don't know, just something happened that fall of 17, like she just popped back into my head and I decided to reach out and we just started talking and it just seemed like the right time. So in January of 2018, I actually flew out here to Knoxville and we saw each other for the very first time in person (laughs) at the airport. So it was like a very, very special memory. And, you know, we, we had a very good visit and decided, you know what, you know, all those feelings that we had on the phone, they're still there in person. You know, there's no red flags or, or anything. So we decided, yeah, let's let's give it a go. And so we dated for about seven, eight months before I decided to move out here to Knoxville, basically to be closer to her. I mean, I, I really didn't have a job lined up or anything, but then God came in and provided an opportunity as a special ed teacher. And so... Ever since then, you know, we've been getting to know each other better 
in person, which is, you know, different from the distance. But, you know, while we were dating, I came here a few times, she came to me. And Mm -hmm. so the airport, it's kind of a basic thing, but like it played a big role in allowing us to see each other because we had to drive. It's like a 12 hour car trip (laughs) between here and New Jersey. So being able to fly, it's maybe two hours on the plane, plus or minus on either end. But it makes it so much more manageable, um, even just for a short trip. You know, for us, we're very grateful for the opportunities that the airport afforded to us. Well, that is wonderful. And so it sounds like you went back and forth for some months, and it led to some very a, a very special time for you all. Can you talk about the proposal? Sure. So I wanted to do something that was meaningful to us. And teaching is a very demanding job. So we really haven't been able to really like go do things in the area so much because usually by the time the weekend comes, we're pretty exhausted. So, you know, I mean, we've been to like Chattanooga and, you know, here and there, but for the most part, like, we haven't been able to go to like Nashville or Dollywood or, you know, any of those <laughs> types of things. Yeah. So I was racking my brain for like places that had some meaning to us and our relationship. And so I came up with the airport and I'm like, no, it'll be great. Um, <laughs> you know, just thinking like she'll understand what it means. And I think that'll make it special. So I decided that within that theme is to try and recreate basically our first day together so that we could kind of revisit where we've been, but also kind of Mm -hmm. point towards where we're going and, you know, that sort of thing. So I took us to the same restaurants and we did a lot of the same things and, and all that. And so we went out to dinner at the same restaurant where we had our first date and then we're on our way home and I plugged something into the GPS and she's like, oh, are we making another stop? And I said, yep, one more stop. So Elizabeth, did you have any idea? So I looked on the GPS and it said um, Airport Road. <laughs> and so no clue there. In my no mind clue. Is like, I'm like, huh, like, I wonder if we're going to the airport just like a little bit, but I wasn't like 100% sure what was happening. But I did have some kind of, and he, was, and he seemed like he was maybe a little bit nervous. So I yeah. could, like, sense there was, like, maybe something. Uh, but so far, super yeah. romantic. Yes. How nice of you to recreate the whole day of the first time that you met. That's that's a the good way to do this. So keep going with your story. So all day I've been fine. Normally I'll get a little nervous about things like that. But all day it's been fine until I plug it into the GPS and we start going. And she's like, oh, we're going somewhere else? And I'm like, yeah, just one more stop. And then I start thinking, like, we're going to the airport. <laughs> Why did you pick the airport? Like, <laughs> there's going to be concrete. Like, there's no flowers. This isn't romantic. What were you thinking? <laughs> so I'm starting to have all these second thoughts and, like, thinking that I'm insane and that, you know, it's going to be bad. But I'll but I managed to rein it back in like, no, it's too late now. We're committed. We're going to do this. <laughs> we are going to Airport Road. <laughs> like, yes, we're, we're going to do this. It's going to be okay. So we get there, and every time I had been to the airport for a flight, it's been relatively sparsely populated. You know, there's always place for parking. There, It happens to be the 10 minutes that I need a curbside spot. You know, it's lined with cars. There's no place to park. And I'm panicking. And so Elizabeth is so sweet. She's like, 
what about long-term parking? Like, we can go to the parking deck. And I'm like, no, not for this. <laughs> I had it all planned in my head and, you know, of trying to recreate the first time we saw each other. So, like, I would be by the door of the terminal and she would be by the car. And so she's trying to be helpful and, you know, trying to be nice about it. But we had to circle around a couple of times until people got picked up and we found a, a free spot. But, I mean, I'll let Elizabeth kind of say what she was thinking at the time. So at the time, I mean, I, I definitely know, like, what was probably happening. I just didn't know if there was a person like my brother, like, showing up or, like, one of my friends to kind of take over because all of a sudden he just says we finally get, like, a little spot really quick. He says, I want you just to stay here. Now I'm, like, really confused <laughs> as to what is happening. And he gets out. He's like, do you have your phone? And I was like, yeah, I have my phone. So he gets out of the car and he actually calls me on my phone and he FaceTimes me and I know it may sound really awkward, but basically a lot of our relationship as well was over FaceTime back and forth when he couldn't be with me, you know, just talking, communicating that way. And so he basically tells me what I mean to him just through like I'm sitting in the car and he's not in there, but he were <laughs> on like FaceTime, like crazy people. And he's telling me how much I mean to him. And then he says, okay, now I want you to hang up the phone and I want you to count to 10 and just get out of the car. And he was there like I uh, creating that moment of when I would see him um, at the airport for the first time. And he was on his knee and I went up to him and, and I was just like, you know, almost like that stunned of just like, oh my goodness, it's actually here. Like, this is the moment that I've been waiting for. And we both have waited a really long time. And, you know, just to be with and find somebody that, you know, you really care about and love. And he just says to me, Elizabeth, will you make me the happiest man in the world? And and he said, would you marry me? And I said, yes. Aww. And so... You know, he brought out this ring, and, and the sweetest part is everybody that has just come out of this flight, and they're, like, greeting their loved ones, are looking over, and they're like, this one little girl, she's like, are you seeing this? Are you seeing this? And so they're all like, I can hear it. And they're all like, yeah. yay. So all these strangers just start clapping, Aww. and just, like, that moment that you'd want, you know, in, like, a Hallmark kind of movie, and um, this sweet older lady comes over, and she's like, she going to be taking your pictures for you? Like, I can take your pictures. So we kind of recreated, like, him putting the ring on my finger. And Aww. he took pictures for us so we'd have it. Okay, well, you can't see our expressions, but you just made us teary through yeah. this whole thing. <laughs> I, you, you, you got me at the FaceTime in the car. It is so sweet. That yeah, that is, is so that thoughtful. That is wonderful. Well, and it was oh, so cool, yeah. too, how I, everybody on that flight came together and kind of shared that experience with you, yeah. too. That's so sweet. How were the pictures? Did they turn like, out good? They were, yeah, they were. And I can um, even send them um, to you if you want to just Oh, yeah, we'd love to see them. They turned out pretty good. I mean, we look happy. And then it was funny because Tim was walking back to the car. And there was a guy that was waiting for his family. And he like, did he give you a thumbs up? Or what did he do? Yeah, the guy just waiting in a car. And we make eye contact. And he just gives me a thumbs up and I'm like, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Like, thanks, man. <laughs> That's yeah. really sweet. That is so nice. So, and of course, and you didn't bring this up, Tim, but throughout the whole day, 
he has written me these note cards on different moments of our time that we spent together. So, for example, when we couldn't be together, he would write me things sometimes, but he said, well, I'm kind of, you're kind of making up for it a little bit today. So you're going to get like several note cards throughout the day. And he just surprised me with different moments of like, thank you for making me laugh or yada, yada. And so I was fine up until like when he proposed to me and I was just so like happy But then by getting in the car, you know, just being there still at the airport, sitting there, he pulls out his last, this last note card and it had like a number eight on it because it was the eighth card of the day. And I opened it and it said, thank you for choosing me every day. And, and that's when I lost it because the first note card said, thank you for taking a chance on a New Jersey boy, you know, from the city. (laughs) And then a Tennessee girl taking, taking a chance on him. And so... I just, it just made it all, all worth, worthwhile. So it all came full circle. This is a beautiful story. Thank you all so much for sharing it with us. We appreciate your time today and allowing us to catch just a small glimpse of such a personal moment, but not so personal when you have a huge group of people from a flight applauding. (laughs) Yeah, all our our closest friends. Yes. I love their proposal story. And, you know, whenever I threw out there, if they wanted to get married at the airport, they didn't really um, they didn't jump all so, over that. You hmm. know, we're not in the business of weddings. We are obviously in the business of proposals. Yes. <laughs> so let's listen in to this, this last interview about her proposal story. Thank you again so much for agreeing to talk with me. I'm so glad that we found each other in the Facebook world and we're able to hear your story. So I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to share it. Okay. Well, if you could just kind of start just by telling us your engagement story. Sure. My husband and I, we actually started dating. I won't give you too much of the backstory, but (laughs) we started dating in uh, 2009. After about six months together, I actually moved. um, At the time, we were both in Lexington, Kentucky. I moved and took a job in Richmond, Virginia. So we were actually long distance for about a year before we both sort of decided, okay, we want to spend the rest of our lives together. (laughs) And uh, I sort of knew he was going to propose, but he didn't tell me when, and he really wanted to surprise me. And anytime people tell me they want to surprise me, I think of it as a puzzle that I want to figure out. So, of course, I was always looking for clues and trying to figure out what everything is. We kind of had a running joke that I was always talking about, I'm going to guess what it is. And he would say, you just would guess every day, so that doesn't really count. (laughs) Um, But anyways, it was probably 2010, and it was maybe that summer. And I actually got a phone call from my dad. My dad tells me that he is getting an award at work and they're doing a dinner and a bunch of people are getting awards and you know they he invites me to come home because they want their family there and of course I tell them I'd love to come but I need to clear it with my work and just make sure it's okay but I'll definitely do my best to be there so I hung up the phone with him and like not 30 minutes later my mom calls and she's like Ann this dinner is just to honor your dad there's nobody else he doesn't know this it's really kind of a big deal we really need you to come home. And I said, absolutely, of course. I just, Mom, I have to clear it with work. So I got everything straightened out. I was planning on flying home to the Knoxville airport. And because Lexington's only about three hours away, Kyle needs to come visit while I'm in Tennessee. We don't get to see each other that much for long distance. I would love for him to come. Well, he was in grad school at the time and, you know, kind of had some excuses about he had a lot of research to do and a lot of projects he just had to get done. 
but he would try to make it down for one of the days I was down there. So I got up early on a Saturday morning. It was actually Labor Day weekend. Got on a flight from Richmond to Virginia to the Knoxville airport. And I was anticipating one of my brothers coming to pick me up from the airport. So of course, flights were delayed. and got in a couple hours late and I was actually sitting at the upper level of the airport waiting for my brother to pick me up. And, you know, I was texting him, where are you? What's going on? And I was actually sitting on one of the pillars, sort of waiting for him with my bag next to me. And all of a sudden, someone taps on my shoulder and says, hey, beautiful. And I turn around and it was Kyle. And unbeknownst to me, he had come down early to, to surprise me. So we start to head back to his car in the parking garage. And as, you know, go down to the lower level and as we're walking out before we get out to the outer door, he stops me and says, you know, I really love you. And I said, I love you too. He said, are you sure about that? And I said, of course. Um, and then he actually got down on one knee and pulled out a box and asked me to marry him, which of course I said yes. And then, you know, he opened the box and showed me the ring. And what I think, I don't know if he thinks it's the funny part is after, you know, we proposed and hugged and all that wonderful, beautiful stuff, I said, well, I actually have something for you. And he sort of looked at me a little confused and I pulled an envelope out of my bag. And in that envelope was a fine notarized copy of my engagement guesses for when he would propose to me. And the number one (laughs) guess on that list said, Labor Day weekend 2010, you'd really probably surprise me if this worked out and you'd have to work, you know, kind of be in cahoots with my family to kind of get me there. But this would be really, you know, my number one guess. And sure enough, the whole story about my dad's work was just a ruse to get me into town. There was never any awards dinner. It was literally just, you know, trying to get me home so he could surprise me and, and propose. So Wow. Oh, my goodness. A- I can't believe you predicted it. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thankfully, he found it funny and didn't get mad. <laughs> he wasn't annoyed. He just was like, well, I guess that's just who you are. But um, I mean, obviously, it was a pretty special weekend. We're coming up on 11 years of that engagement. And then we got married um, just under a year later in August of 2011. So it was kind of exciting. Yeah, it really was. So how did he decide to do it at the airport? Well, honestly, I just don't think he could wait any longer. He was so <laughs> excited to propose. He told me that he's like, I just couldn't wait. I couldn't wait till we got home. I just had to, to do it right there. And I, I remember like people walking by coming in <laughs> sort of like in the periphery. Of course, he never saw any of them because he was very focused and I'm sure very nervous. But yeah, so he just said he couldn't wait any longer. <laughs> kind of joke that, uh, you know, we weren't even like, we weren't technically in the main part of the airport, but we weren't outside or sort of that entry area between the, you know, the double doors. But um, yeah, so maybe not the most romantic place, but it was extremely romantic. And I mean, it's just, I have such fond memories of that engagement. And I'll, of course, I'll always have such fond memories of the airport there as well because of it. So your airport code doesn't have to be LUV. It can be love no matter what you do at an airport. We're so thankful that people were open enough to share their romantic histories and talk about how the airport helped them to build their relationships. Yeah, and I love that all of those stories are just so unique to the individual, but then the airport still plays that background. And 
I don't know. I could listen to stories like this all day. So if you're listening and you got engaged or proposed or you're wanting to plan your wedding out here, give us a call. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or visit us on fromtherunwayup.com and check us out and let us know what you want to hear about. Any stories that you might want to share about your personal experience here. So switching gears from love and in celebration of Valentine's Day, our next episode, we are going to be transitioning into spring break travel. So I don't know if you all have already planned your spring break travel vacation or if you are still doing that, but we are going to talk with a travel planner on tips that she recommends that you all do when planning your vacation and then the popular destinations that she has seen this season and some of them I haven't even heard of. Yeah, you'd be completely surprised where people are going you know generally we hear we're going to the beach or we're going to do the Caribbean Mm -hmm. for spring break people are heading to some unique places like Sweden yes some others will have to leave you as a surprise you'll have to tune in next time yep so thank you all so much for listening we hope you loved our podcast as much as we loved providing it for you (laughs) 